The Punk Rocket Show is sponsored by Epic Merch Door, an amazing website supporting the worldwide punk rock scene where you can find tons of merch for bands like Good Riddance, Dead by Stereo, Much the Same, Poulet, Friends on Rom, Useless ID, Voodoo Glow Skulls, and a lot of smaller bands that you need to discover. They've also recently added some official Tony Slime merch. You can find t-shirts, hoodies, hats, mugs, and kids merch with exclusive designs, all with a flat rate shipping cut, which is very great. So if you're addicted to band merch like I am, go to epicmerchstore.com. Hello punk rockers, salut les punk, welcome to the Punk Rocket Show episode 46. My name is Emily Flamandon. I usually live in Quebec City, but now I'm on vacation in Wisconsin, USA. <laughs> I have the great pleasure to be your host today. On today's episode, my guest is Jerry Oliver. He's a photographer and he takes pictures of bands like No Effect, Get Dead, Strung Out, The Pop Pops, and a lot more. I had a lot of questions about his work, so we talked a lot about this. I also make you two recommendations for the band Heart Attacked from Germany and Passage 4 from Sweden. Enjoy! The show is starting now. Hi punk rock friends, I hope you are doing great. I'm good, I'm in vacation in Wisconsin like I told you in the introduction and last week. I spent a night in Chicago, I bought like four vinyl in a very nice vinyl shop and it's really fun to go to see my family-in-law, even if we're not married, my boyfriend and I, I still call them my in-laws. Um, yeah, a lot of fun, I needed this vacation. I'm eating so much cheese <laughs> since I'm here in Wisconsin. <laughs> they have the best cheese. Oh my God. <laughs> I will also try to find some time to go to Milwaukee for a coffee. In fact, isn't Milwaukee an Indian name? Yes, Pete, it is. Actually, it's pronounced Milwaukee, which is Algonquin for the good land. I was not aware of that. And maybe find some great record store where I can buy more vinyl because part of my fun when I travel is to buy vinyl somewhere else. <laughs> but I'm still in touch with Quebec. And I found out that soon the venues are gonna reopen, like in the next weeks, which means that I really have some chance to see a Willem Scream live in three weeks in Quebec City. My fingers are crossed because I really don't want to miss this. So I, I have some hopes for when I'll be back home. Also, I really wanted to tell you that I'm totally addicted to the new Comeback Kid album called Heavy Steps. Very aggressive, very melodic too. Oh yeah, I can't wait to see them play live in March. I saw them a few months ago in September. It was an amazing show, so I'm looking forward to see them again. I hope they're gonna play a lot of songs from this album, a lot of songs from my favorite album, uh, Wake the Dead 2, of course. Repugmentation! The first recommendation for today is for the band Heart Attacked from Germany. It's a great pun, but uh, it's not written like you might think it is. So it's not Heart Attack, it's Heart A Tact. T E. No, T A C T. <laughs> Very great band. I discovered them on the website skatepunkers.net a few weeks ago. 
It is a great melodic punk band with very catchy melodies. I didn't analyze the lyrics, but I feel a very, very positive vibe, a positive mood when I listen to this band. So let's listen to one of their recent singles called Nerve and check the music video for this song too. It's really good. chat I had with Jerry Oliver. I really love having people working around bands and not only bands members on the show. I mean, I really love to have band members too, but you know what I mean. I love to have all kind of punk rockers. And I really love to talk to photographers. I think Jerry is the third I have on the show so far. I had Chris Ortiz. I also had Kevin Salk. And now it's Jerry Stern. The three of them have different experiences on the scene. So it's always very, very interesting for me. And for this interview with Jerry, I was curious about if he could be nervous sometimes before taking pictures at big shows, for example. I wanted to know also how he's preparing when it's a big show compared to a show in a small venue. If it's a band he sees from the first time versus like Get Dead with whom he's uh, used to tour with. I also asked him what bands or what artists are a challenge for him. Are there some bands that are difficult to take pictures of? You know, a lot of technical stuff we talked about. So I hope you're gonna like this interview. And if you want to see his work, just go to the show notes and I'll put all the links to his uh, social media so you can know more about him. Nice to meet you. It's very nice to meet you, finally. Yes. Yeah. So where are you? Are you in California? Probably. Uh, no. So I'm actually in Washington State. So oh. I'm in an area 
Uh, so I'm about 30 minutes from Seattle. So my town's name is called Marysville. Ah, oh, I thought you were in LA. I don't know why. Maybe, yeah, no. maybe because yeah, you're I'm working. Cool. Yeah, I'm not cool <laughs> enough to be in LA. <laughs> my boyfriend moved to LA, uh, from LA to Quebec City. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> And that's, Mon that's like Montreal, right? Uh, it's two hours 30 from Montreal by car. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm super happy to have you on the podcast because I think you have an amazing job. Uh, you do amazing uh, pictures. So I wanted to know more about that. But first, um, I would like to know if photography came into your life first or if it's punk rock. What came first in your life? Uh, oh, definitely punk rock for sure. Oh. So I've been uh, maybe the, the, the wrong word is connoisseur of punk rock but uh I, i've been i've been in, into punk music since i was 13 14 years old oh hmm. yeah so and i'm currently 44 right now and i'm not supposed to say my age but, <laughs> it's but... <laughs> fine <laughs> yeah you're still wearing like band merch and uh, i am so, so it's so, amazing yeah, so i'm wearing my, my my get dead beanie yeah so Uh, yeah, so we're actually, so Get Dead's going on their West Coast tour mm -hmm. that starts on Thursday in oh. Bend, Oregon. And I'm going to hop on on the tour with them on Friday, this upcoming Friday oh, in yeah. Seattle. Yeah, so uh, back on the road for another two weeks <laughs> with my guys. Uh, that's great. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure that punk rock merch makes us staying young forever, whatever our age is. <laughs> it does. It does. And it's comfortable, you know. And, and oh, right know. now it's cold outside here in Washington. <laughs> uh, here, oh, here in Quebec, it's really cold. Uh, I don't use the Fahrenheit, but it's like minus 18 today Celsius. Oh, wow. Celsius. That's, that's, so it's... that's yeah, that's blizzardy cold. And that's not okay. <laughs> yeah, with good definitely not okay. <laughs> with good winter gear, we're fine. <laughs> yeah, so, perfect. Yeah, yeah, and 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 that's where. Well, and my liquid death sweatshirt would definitely help for that. Yeah, <laughs> but here it would be like uh, liquid uh, ice. <laughs> yes, <Yeah. laughs> right. <laughs> uh, good. So, okay, punk rock came first. Uh, what were your first uh, influence? The, the first band you were listening to. Okay, Back so in the my very, very first concert ever uh, was Bad Religion oh. and uh, Green and Green Day opened for them when they were touring uh, for their uh, for their Kerplunk album, and wow. that was in 19, like 93, 94, wow. something like that. Yeah, and yeah, I was uh, I've been kind of hooked ever since. And the second show, uh, punk show I ever went to was a No Effects concert. Mm. And uh, and No Effects is my absolute ultimate favorite band of all time uh, by far. Wow! So you discuss because we were talk later about your the work you do with No Effects. So it, it's incredible. Yeah. So No Effects, Bad Religion were your first most influential punk rock bands. And how did and and, and, and strung out too. Strung I can't out. forget oh, those guys. Good. Oh wow. Oh that's amazing. And so and how did you get into photography? after um okay so photography kind of came at a slower pace um because i have kids so i have two kids my daughter macy who's 16 mm. and my son jordan who's 26 uh so through sports photography you know so you always have a camera on you mm -hmm. so i would take pictures of my boy playing football in, in little league and stuff 
And then, of course, my daughter uh, in softball. Wow. And I had always had a camera in my hand. And, uh, of course, I, I used to play in punk bands, too, way back when I was oh. younger and my knees and arms could handle it. And, uh, yeah, but I've always just had a camera on me. So um, it just was gradual in the sense I kind of got tired of my same mundane job mm-hmm. of uh, being in real estate. Oh. And uh, so I started going back to shows again. And uh, because I kind of really needed something to kind of, uh, I guess, perk up my spirits. Per oh, se. yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally understand. Yeah. Yeah. So I would just bring my my uh, my camera to concerts and uh, just kind of started photographing some uh, this local bands mm-hmm. out of Seattle, um, like a, a bands like, like the Disorderlies or uh, Head Honcho. And um, and actually how I I don't want to say how I got my break with working with some of the bigger bands, but uh, R.J. Shankle, the drummer from Strung Out, mm-hmm. um, actually had liked a couple <laughs> of my uh, uh, posts that I had on my old Instagram page of a band uh, that I had up. And I just shot him an Instagram message and just said, hey can I come out and shoot your guys' show? Would you guys come to Seattle? Oh. You know, I just said, why not see what happens? And he, he actually responded back in like 15, 20 minutes or so and said, sure, come on out. So I shot uh, Strung Out and the band uh, called The Casualties. Oh, so I know them. Like my, yeah, oh. I love those guys. Was it like, uh, because I, I saw a show from this tour, was it like three years ago? Yes. Oh. It, it was, yeah. Yeah, so you've seen them. Yeah, yeah, I seen yeah, them. So that was, they were playing in Quebec yeah. City. That was a very <laughs> packed show. <laughs> yes, and it was very packed here too. Oh in my Seattle. god! And it was the first time I was seeing Casualties. I was like, "Whoa, okay, that was intense. <laughs> really good show." You know what? I was actually blown away too by the Casualties because I had, I, I can honestly say I'd never heard their music live. Mm. I've heard of them, but have never seen them. And I was just, just mm. like, oh my God, what is that? <laughs> yeah. So I didn't know it was that recent that you started to work yeah. with bigger bands. That's And you started with Strung Out. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, yeah, they gave me a shot to kind of go and shoot them. And and, it, and it's pretty informal, too, because it's not mm-hmm. like you're, you're not paid to go do that stuff. It's more, more for the love of things and the experience. And uh, within, I want to say... Probably three weeks later, I shot Get Get Dead. Dead. Yeah, you've been on tour with them, I think, for a while. Yeah. What a great band. Yeah, so I was on tour with Get Dead all of last year. There's some good stories with that, of course. (laughs) And (laughs) I think I want to know. I don't know if you recall, but I had sent you um, a Get Dead album. I remember. I remember. Thank you. Yeah, so that was the very first time uh, or second time I'd shot Get Dead. Oh, wow. Okay. And you sent me another vinyl too. What yes, was the band? I sent you a vinyl of a band. It was really uh, good. So, which is a, a band of, of, of called Antler Bag as yeah, well. That's it. Yeah. Oh, so, thank and, you and again. Th- and those are my good friends. So those are the guys that I grew up with and I used to play with when I was younger. And I bought their more recent album they released last year too. Uh, th- uh, them. Oh, excellent. Yeah. So, oh, oh I'm, I, I don't know why. I thought you've been uh taking picture of bands since like a long time so that's oh, very n- great no not really 
No, probably about like, you know, five years, give or take, you know, but when you're doing shows in smaller venues for local mm-hmm. bands for like, say like head honcho or disorderlies or kids on fire. So mm-hmm. I'm naming bands out of my area here. Um, you know, your stuff isn't really out for the masses just sure. yet. Yeah. You know, you just kind of do it for, for the love of the, you just do it for the love of the game per <laughs> se and mm-hmm. for the experience, but it also helps uh, the bands with their exposure too, because everybody likes a good picture. Yeah. Wow. So since then you worked with, yeah, uh, Get Dead. You worked, I saw pictures of uh, The Last Gang, Pennywise, Bump Up, Sick of It All. So it kind of, like, it started to be very uh, intense. Like you you did did, you never stopped working after Strung Out, I think. <laughs> uh, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, except for when COVID hit. That was the only time I stopped. <laughs> yeah, oof. I get it. <laughs> I think everybody kind of stopped then. Uh, but what I did with COVID is, is, I, is I took my time uh, learning uh, learning my edits and really kind of figuring out what my style was going to be. Um, because for me, it's I- anybody can take a good picture and anybody can throw whatever kind of edit on there. But for me, it's <laughs> mm-hmm. my goal is to always show the bands in a very positive, happy light. Because yeah. to me, punk rock is happy. It makes it makes me feel good. It makes me feel good about life. It makes me feel good about myself. Me too. And that's what I really, that, right? And that's what I really try and get across with some of the pictures I take. Oh, that's interesting. So you put your happiness in your pictures, even if sometimes the bands are are singing like angry lyrics and stuff. <laughs> right, right, exactly. But I try to paint everybody in a, in a positive light because <laughs> yeah. music, it, it's, it, it moves you. You know, so it's all yeah. about that vibration of life and, and vibrations definitely move you in a positive direction. So I, I try and when people want to go back and relive a said certain experience mm-hmm. uh, from a concert they went to, they can go back and look at my work and feel good about what they saw if they're having a down day or not. Oh, yeah, that's oh, I love this. It probably makes you so happy. <laughs> Like, it does. And the bands it, it does. I, I, I'm a little shy about some of my stuff. It takes me, what people don't know is it's, I, I get a little bit ner- nervous per se mm-hmm. when I hit post because I don't know if it's good or not. Uh, and sometimes I still think my work's not very good, but people like it. So <laughs> happens to me every week, releasing every episode of the podcast. So I. I can relate to, to that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I guess to... we're our own harshest critic. Yeah, we, you just have to do it and you ignore your own insecurities and it's fine. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I have, <laughs> sorry, I have a lot of questions about photography. Yeah, come on, shoot, shoot away. Shoot, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shoot away. <laughs> so uh, is there a band you like to work with the most and i'm not saying that because other bands are not uh good to shoot or something it's just sometimes you might have a chemistry with a band um of course i have chemistry with get dead because i'm on the road with them yeah all the time so i mean you can go from taking you know a few hundred pictures to now i can get what i need from them in like 40 shots oh. you know because i know what i'm looking for and i know what i need Uh, mm-hmm. But I'm also with them 24-7, and <laughs> I can kind of give them a look like, hey, you know, do that thing. <laughs> yeah, because I 
I actually wondered if it was like, bit, uh, you know, I have a bandmate, I sing with my bandmate, we have a music chemistry, but can we find it with a photographer too? I don't know. I, I know nothing about that. So I'm just asking. All um, so yeah, uh, you know, the chemistry, I would say w w with a photographer, if it's more of like the personal aspect, you know, for instance, you'll see like lots of photographers use what's called that long, the, the, the long lens. They can be far away versus my lens is pretty up close mm -hmm. and personable um, because I, I feel it captures the moments and it's a hell of a lot more personable than being, mm -hmm. you know, two, three, 400 yards away. Um, but I think the chemistry kind of boils down to if the photographer can respect your space as an artist, mm. um, meaning they don't need to be in your face for an hour or mm -hmm. 50 songs to get a shot. So typically if I'm looking for one certain shot, I give myself like 10, 15 seconds, usually 10 seconds to get what I'm getting. And then I just, I got to move on and oh. go down to the next member or something. Oh, that's interesting. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, so, so that chemistry, I think, <laughs> I think that really comes with how photographers are able to respect what the artist does and doesn't keep something in their face the whole time because they got to play to the masses and play to their fans too, mm -hmm. not just the camera. They don't have and time so to I, pose too much. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Sometimes exactly. <laughs> and, and honestly, um, I, I've seen, I've seen some artists like they know when the camera's there, and they'll do a couple things. But then I've also learned as I've gone along, though, too. If I'm staring too long through my lens, I've also noticed where I kind of get like that side eye, like move on, bro. <laughs> like we got there other members right now, you know. So 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 there's a lot of conversation between between the eyes, is what I like to say. <laughs> That's oh yeah. I made some shows with photographers, not a lot, but I always feel so shy, and I'm like, am I okay? But I have to play at the same time, and I'm yeah. like, I feel always awkward. <laughs> but it's not the photographer. Okay. It's not the the photographer's fault. It's me. It's like, am I okay? I'm overthinking. Well, you know what though? It's okay, but so if we we can stay on that, we can stay on that topic for a second. So then it's up to the photographer to make sure that their their subject per se is comfortable. Oh. So like because because mm. if you're going to be nervous on stage as you're taking if we're taking pictures, that can come through in the photographs. Okay? Yeah, but sometimes so, so, yeah, but there's also a certain experience the the artist has to get through the time to if it's their first big show at a festival and their photographer, yeah. maybe they feel intimidated a little by just the context. But I think what you say is, is also right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, and for me, I've been, okay. So for me, I've been lucky enough to where, um, I don't think my quote rise <laughs> with doing, uh, the, the, the photography I do with the bands. I've had the awesome opportunity and experiences with, Uh, I don't think that's typically normal. Mm. Actually, I know it's not normal, but, uh, but at the same time, I've also, I've also kind of just walked into the spaces and owned it. Like for instance, when I yeah. first shot the last gang, mm -hmm. um, I didn't know Brenna and, and Sean and Ken and Robert from Diddley Adams. Oh. Okay. And, and I just walked up and said, Hey, I'm Jerry. I'm going to be the guy with the photographer in your face. I'm going to do my best to get my shot and get out of your way. Oh. And it's, a, and, and, and they, they've always been extremely accommodating, but it also breaks the ice though, too, 
because I know they have a job to do and it's, and it's, I've, I've always taken great pride that it's my job to try and capture them in the most, uh, in the best light humanly possible. Exactly. Yeah. And when you see, because I think shows pictures are so great. Like everyone yeah. is fabulous with face expression and movement and it's, and yeah. for, for an artist, it's amazing to have that kind of, pictures of the band your your bandmate yourself too so yeah i think it's, it is. it's great that you're gonna you, you go to introduce yourself first and i think it's part of the chemistry it i was is. talking about like right well and chemistry matters and but it's also trust too yeah i mean because you, you have you have to have trust with the guys because if <laughs> like i said there's times where you could be taking a shot And you get your shot and you can move on. Mm -hmm. Or if you don't get the shot you want, you can kind of give like a little eye movement like this or something like scoot that way a little bit. And, and believe it or not, they catch it and they'll do it also yeah. slight. And they may not, they may not know they're doing it, but I see it and it's quick, but it's, it's that trust and chemistry factor. And for instance, um, uh, I'll talk about last gang for a second. Yeah. What a great band. Yeah, they're, they're yeah, I amazing. I love Last Gang. Aren't they, aren't they an awesome band? I know. And the last album, um, Noise, 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 is so great, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Noise, Noise, Noise is a great tune. What's your favorite song by by The Last Gang, by the way? Uh, uh, wait, uh, I don't know all the titles because I... Uh, the last... That's okay. I think mine's, it's... Mine's, mine's called Believe in the Poet. That, that's my oh, absolute favorite. But they have us. I, I thought that they have some similarities with Get Dead on their last album. Yeah, For some, a little bit. Some sounding more so, like think, groovy. Yeah, a little groove in yeah. the sound. And, yeah, absolutely. And I interviewed Brenna and she, she told me she worked a lot with Fat Mike on this. And I think, um, yeah, that's a similar sound I, I thought and I really like the vibe on, on both albums actually. Right. Well, Fat Mike produced the, the Dances with the Curse, the, uh, the latest album from Get Dead. Exactly. So I can so, see there's a little similar uh, sounding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he definitely knows what he's doing, that's for sure. Mm. Uh, but I was going to say, like, chemistry and trust-wise, so at uh, Punk in the Park, so I had the opportunity to be wow. uh, the official uh, the official photographer for Punk in the Park. And, um, and so I had the chance to work with Cameron wow. and, and Josh and Fat Mike, and which, you know, so awesome. So thank you to those guys for that awesome, awesome opportunity, of course. Uh, but um, I had, I was so I'm all backstage and doing what I need to do. And of course I'm backstage with, with, uh, the last gang and I start seeing like girlfriends and husbands <laughs> and mom and dad. And, you know, and when you see those oh. kinds of shots, when you see that stuff, you know, those are the kind of shots I like to get Oh because yeah. it's like, kind of like, it's like my thank you to them. Oh, wow. So, and I got to, and I had a chance to meet Robert's adorable little daughter who was on stage. I don't know if you happen to see, see that picture where Robert's drumming, And his daughter's kind of got like her hands up like this. Aww. She was like the absolute cutest thing I, I have ever seen in my whole life up there. And she was so fun to shoot. And I had told Robert the best thing about her was if she already knew how to work the camera. It was amazing. Ah, so you you shot not only the musicians performing, but also like the setup, other people watching. Wow. Absolutely. It, 
Totally. Yeah, so I, I try and I try and encapsulate everything I can from a show. I mean, you know, uh, anybody can stand in front of a band and take a picture yeah. and click a button. That's the simplest thing <laughs> any human being can do. But where it takes the real talent is, is what shot are you looking for? Are you looking for that action shot? And if you can look at the crowd, their, their facial expressions, that's what you're looking for because they're so entranced mm -hmm. with the music that's going on. And that's what I'm trying to capture because I get entranced with the music too. I mean, I shoot to the beat and yeah. I'm singing along and oh, that's great. dancing. Yeah, that, that's, uh, I was about to asking you this. Are you like, banging oh, and, yeah. like, and absolutely singing. you have to um <laughs> I, i'm not gonna shoot I, i'm not gonna shoot a band that i don't enjoy oh okay i just i'm just yeah i'm just not gonna do it um it's not worth it's not worth it to me um it won't be fair to them because i i, I don't believe my work will have the passion behind uh -huh. it mm -hmm. wow. um, so i i prefer to if i'm gonna shoot a band i, I like I, i have to like their music I do my homework. Mm -hmm. um, if they have new stuff that's out that maybe I haven't had a chance to get to, I make sure I listen to it. So when I hear it, I can I, I oh, can groove and dance yeah. along. And you can maybe find, okay, there's going to be a long instrumental part. So maybe I could have a shot of the bassist. Some, do you plan your pictures with the music sometimes? I, I do. Um, I do. And that comes from kind of just doing your homework and, But it's it's you got to be a fan, mm -hmm. you know, to, to for, for the music to come across. And 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 most I think most photographers are. Yeah, um, I can't I yeah. can't speak for anybody else. So I'll only speak for myself. But for me, I'm a fan, but they know I'm a fan. Yeah. And yeah. And, and, and granted, I have to keep, I keep myself in check, you know, but there's sometimes I'm just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, for example, uh, Punk in the Park, that was a big day yeah. for you, like a huge day. Uh, yeah, that was probably the scariest day of my life. Yeah, are, are you nervous sometimes? Because you're like, okay, I need to take this amount of, pic of pictures. It has to be good. Do you put yourself some pressure? Yes. Are you nervous? Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, I, I'm always nervous before a show. Uh, actually, yeah. believe it or not, like even though I don't play an instrument with Get Dead, but before they get on, I get nervous for them. I'm like, oh my God, oh. the guys are going out. <laughs> Like I hope I hope Scotty hits his his cue and you know hopefully Sam doesn't forget that lyric or Mike hits his right spot. That's great. Kyle's you know Kyle's working on his his uh, his solos and they're good and Tim's hitting his bass parts with his harmonies and you know so I get I get nervous for them too for Get Dead because I'm with them all the time. Uh, so you, you know so you're kind of like the you're you're part of the crew. For exactly. sure, and then you're a part of the then like you're an honorary member because you're kind of in their face with the camera. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're the, you're yeah, you're totally a member of the band, literally. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, it's it's separate. They have it hard, and I got it easy because I can run and go hide if something goes wrong. Mm -hmm. So get <laughs> but, that um, is yeah, <laughs> get that is your family. But what about no effects? Are you nervous? Like, were you nervous the first time you? Oh man. So, uh, okay. So, okay. So, so here's the story with no effects. Okay. So at, uh, punk and draw book, the first one in Denver, Colorado. Okay. So that's my, uh, my, my first big, big, big festival. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, mind you, no effects is my ultimate favorite band of yes. all time. And you, you know? now you're shooting them and they were yeah. the first band you were, you were into. That's crazy. <laughs> 
Yeah, it, it was. It's it's surreal. I still pinch myself. So I'm walking around and I have my camera. But one thing I notice is typically backstage, I'm typically like the only guy with a camera backstage. Oh. Um, I don't know what happened. I just don't ask questions. I just do what I do. So I, I think it's set like that for a reason. But uh, but I'm walking around shooting. And I'm like, oh my god, there's that mic, you know. <laughs> under control, breathe, <laughs> under control, you know, <laughs> and because this is my first time meeting him in person. Right. Um, then, uh, but I walk around and then, and then after a while it gets normal Then you're just kind of yeah. shooting and, and you're really just looking for, for, for your, uh, I guess for your shot per se. And, but fat Mike has always been extremely accommodating to me. Oh, cool. Um, but when get dead had went on stage, okay. At, at punk and Drublick, Fat Mike is, is off to the side and he's jamming, rocking out. And I actually had to go get a shot of Get Dead that I saw that I wanted, but Fat Mike was kind of in my way. So I kind of like looked at him and kind of went like, hey, you know, kind of, can you get back a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of just gave me this look like, who the hell are you? <laughs> who the hell are but you? Yeah. Who yeah. the hell are you to tell me that I should Yeah, move? right? <laughs> um, but, uh, wow. but, you know, of course, meeting him and, you know, Melvin, Melvin's great. Uh, El Jefe is great. Yeah. Uh, but my ultimate now, so I guess I don't get nervous around no effects anymore, mm -hmm. but the only person I kind of clam up and sense up against is with Smelly because he's my, he's my really? absolute musical hero. Oh, Yeah, so he's my hero, and he knows he's my hero. So, uh, yeah, so I, so yeah, so I still get nervous around him, and I don't like cry or nothing crazy like that. But <laughs> no, but I get it. <laughs> but, I understand. Uh, but I get nervous and kind of clam up. It's like when I interviewed Jesse Michaels from Operation Ivy on the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. I was so stressed, but I knew he was a very nice guy, super like nice and generous of his time i knew that but i was like okay he's a legend and i i never seen their their show i never like you know right <laughs> so i get i get the feeling it's like oh my god okay i, I have to be good right. i guess <laughs> right yeah. yeah it's like you're doing something right if they're coming on the show right so you might as well own it that that's that's what i always say Mm. but it's been it's it's been pretty surreal but i got a drumstick that uh that show uh i mean i was air drumming and just having a good old time mm -hmm. singing and uh no, no effects is crew they're, they're stage managers everybody you know kent's kent and the gang you know their manager guy they have been nothing but uh welcoming accommodating awesome i mean they can you know they're like jerry i know you want to go get that shot just run on stage and go do it and i'm like <laughs> no i'm not doing this. i love this did you <laughs> tell me you did huh? tell me you did oh um the the very last show in dallas i got the sh i got the shot i wanted i was i was i started getting more and more comfortable yeah exactly mm -hmm. finding out what what my boundaries are but Yeah, but that was kind of my first encounter with Nolfax, which was live on stage. My eyes are like this big, and <laughs> yeah. uh, I got a I got a selfie with Smelly, which like absolutely was perfect for me. Like I was, I could have died right there, and I, and I, I was in heaven. 
So, Precious memories. Yeah, definitely in heaven. <laughs> nice. Is there a band you really wish you could uh, shoot and it never happened again uh, yet? Yeah. Uh, a band that I wished I could shoot. Like Bad Religion? Did you do uh, Bad Religion? Because they are. No, they canceled uh, because of COVID. Yeah. Um, oh, that's right. They canceled a lot. Uh, of bad, well, Bad Religion is one for sure. I'd love to shoot, but ultimate ultimately shoot i'm gonna have to say it's gonna be rancid and face to face yeah yeah because yeah definitely definitely rancid because that, that's another one of those top bands for me uh, and i just love i just love tim armstrong and you know as he's doing his hollering it's like i'm hollering right with you so yeah. <laughs> but i would say rancid and face to face would be the two that, that i have not had an opportunity to shoot yet but <laughs> i i hope to very very soon I think it's very realistic. They're still are playing. Yeah. So, yeah, good. I think so. I mean, I, I think I've done a pretty good job with kind of, um, I guess, showing my skill level totally. and, and, and my trust factor because, you know, I went from, you know, being on tour with Get Dead. Then, of course, we do the Punk and Droblicks back on tour to the East Coast to Las Vegas. Wow. Playing, you know, there's Pennywise shows and just, I mean, just craziness <laughs> going on around me. Right. And then, okay, for instance, here's another story for you. So we go yeah. to, um, uh, to Bob. Yeah. So we were in Boston for the set for, for the second punk and Drublick show. And I'm literally like the only photographer there. What? Like I'm it. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, the only one Why? there was another gal there there was one other gal there that was kind of taking pictures but i was like the only photographer there no that way. was doing something shit right yeah that's yeah that's mighty mighty Boston's and yeah. everybody right <laughs> so of course i'm capturing the show so when no effects is playing and typically you know the, the rule is is you get the first three songs and then you got to like move on and like not you block said. people's views, yeah. right? Like you said earlier. So earlier. I stayed down there the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and I was singing along, yeah. enjoying it. Uh, Fat Mike might get pissed at me for saying this, but whatever. He forgets his lyrics. And I can see he's forgetting his lyrics. And I'm looking at him and he's looking at me because <laughs> I'm singing along. So I realize I'm telling him like, Reminding him what the lyrics are. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure it was the, the right lyrics because sometimes it's happened and the people in the crowd singing like not yeah. the, not the good yeah, lyrics. Yeah, it's not the correct ones. <laughs> I, I I think they were correct. At least in my head they were. I'm sure it was. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. So so that that was a that was an awesome experience. And then we did Pittsburgh uh, Punk in the Park as well. Um, I met another photographer there. He he was on tour with Less Than Jake, mm. um, so it was just me and, and I'm and I'm on tour with Get Dead. He's on with Less Than Jake, so we're the only two photographers working. Uh, so I so he was actually uh, his name is uh, Her, he goes by Hurley Hurley, I believe, uh, okay. and, and we actually became friends. You know, he took he took the very first picture of me taking a shot. Oh, of I want to see it. <laughs> I want to see it. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll send it to you. Uh, Or I might have even posted. I, I'm not. I can't remember. <laughs> oh no, no worries. Wow. Yeah, uh, but it's it's been it's yeah. So I've had some awesome, awesome, awesome opportunities, and the bands have been nothing but uh, accommodating, and they're not fucking assholes. Mm -hmm. Excuse my French, but they're not assholes, <laughs> and they're everything that you could want them to be as, as your heroes. Kind of growing up, you're like, yes, 
Thank yeah. you for being cool. Oh, <laughs> wow. What is the type of musicians you like to shoot the most? Like uh, lead singers or guitar, solo guitar? Because you said it, it's hard to shoot drum, but you, it's still your favorite thing. So Yeah. Um, drummers for sure, but okay. Um, uh, okay. Uh, uh, Ray from uh, uh, a t Teenage Bottle Rocket. Okay. Okay. He's a tough. Uh, he's a tough one to shoot because he he's always jumping. He's always moving around so much, you know. Yeah. So some lead singer are probably really hard to shoot. They are. They are. And you and you're constantly adjusting your settings and trying to get everything right. Because I shoot in manual. I don't shoot in in, in auto anything. Oh. So I'm all, I'm all manual, and that's why I I believe my pictures stand out. Uh, anybody can take a picture of somebody standing there, but I'd like to try and get the action shot if I can from a different angle per se. Um, but I would probably say the musician that moves around a lot and believe it or not, fat Mike is tough. He's, he's a tough one. Oh, so, it, so yeah, if I, if I had to pick a, a like a lead singer, that's hard to shoot. Yeah. I'm going to say fat Mike for, for me personally. You know why? Uh, Because I think it's more in my head because I think I know their music so well. I think I know what he's going to do. And there's times where I'm trying to get a shot of Smelly and he'll run back and block the picture of Smelly and like start waving. I'm like, I'm not set for that. You know, photo bomb. He's fucking yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah, he does. And he, he'll photo bomb when I'm shooting Melvin or shooting Hefe. Uh, but he's always doing something crazy and, uh, but he's so awesome and he, he's, he, he's a fuck, man. He's a cool, he's a cool fucking dude. So, but he, but he's the toughest for me to shoot. If I had to pick one lead singer, it would be him. That's funny because as a fan or attending to a NoFX show, we also never know what's going to happen. <laughs> so, You're right. So I right. It's just exactly the same, uh, the same thing. <laughs> it, it is. It, it is. It, it really is. You, you know, know, and after a while, um, mm -hmm. after shooting everybody for a while, there's certain shots that you want to get. And you try and tell people without telling them, <laughs> hey, I might want to try and do this later. They're not going to remember. And they kind of give you the side eye like, yeah, whatever. And they kind of go about their business. But you, you always try and switch it up on them. That's uh, yeah, and and one of my questions was, how do you prepare when you are on tour with Get Dead compared to when you know it's just a it's just a one night? <laughs> oh yeah, just a one night a one night stand with a band or uh, <laughs> uh, a stable relationship with the band. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the more stable. Um, okay, so forget Dead. Um, uh. I'll, I'll write out like a little manifest the night before or the night, uh, yeah, like usually the night before the show. Um, I'll take a look and see what I have. Um, like for instance, uh, Sam, like, so Sam King, the lead singer of get dead. Yeah. Okay. Um, he's, he's an awesome performer. Um, and, and let me say, uh, let me preface this by saying like get dead. They work so hard at what they do. Oh. I mean, they, They really do. And, and, and to see that from the inside, like, I don't really think I had an appreciation for the music that they made. I mean, I do, but the amount of appreciation, I don't think was enough because you think it's easy. 
And these guys work extremely hard to put out really good music and really good albums, and it shows. I should uh, but, them. I should interview them soon. I want to. Yeah, you should. You know, it'd be a good time because we're, we're, we're on the road starting on the 6th. So <laughs> be a good time. <laughs> but uh, I would say, uh, I, I, so I'll go back and look at what, what I've taken. Um, like, for instance, like there's certain shots of Scotty I need to get. Like I'll get like 50 sides of the left, 50 sides of the right, 50 of the front, some over top. And then I kind of do that with all the guys. Um, one thing I don't know if you've noticed in my pictures is, is I normally don't put out pictures where, where bands have like slobber <laughs> hanging out of their mouth or their, ah, their mouths are wide open. Cause I don't think those are very, I don't think those are pleasant shots. Oh. If that makes sense. Cause I don't like to, yeah, I don't like to portray them in that light. Um, but I just take a look at what I have. And I look at what the angles are uh, because photography, a lot of it is about angles and, and different structure. Mm -hmm. um, and if I see that I missed an angle or I got too much of a amp of Tim with say Kyle, cause Kyle and them are always on stage left. Then I, I adjust and try and, and get that shot the next time. So I just kind of fly by the seat of my pants, but also there, there's some method behind the madness too. Yeah. Okay. So when you know the band, it's easier to know what you're going to shoot the next day. But when it's only one show, like one chance. <laughs> yeah, one chance. Um, so typically, um, I'll know if they jump a lot. Oh. Um, so I'll try and figure out, okay, when's their jumping and when are they not? So let, well, let's talk about jumping and oddities. Last gang at Punk in the Park. So I'm on stage and I see Ken. So he plays, he plays guitar and uh, I see he's kind of doing something like a Jimi Hendrix, like lean back style. I'm like, Oh my God, I have got to get that shot. Right. Cause I'd never seen him do that before. And I've shot them like four or five times. So I kind of get in my position. Now, mind you, as a photographer, you have to be mindful of your spacing on stage, meaning you got to pay attention to where the band is. You don't want to interrupt their flow. They should run, jump, kick, whatever, backflip, whatever they need to do. And you should never impede that because you got to be like, no, the way, right? So I thought I had my spacing perfect because I've been on stage with them a couple of times and done some things. And, and I knew Sean was going to jump because he's a jumper. He's a performer. And he fucking jumped and landed right on me. I had to catch it, like, caught his, like, arm. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry, don't, don't fall on me, right? <laughs> yeah. And I, and I felt so bad that oh. I, I, I felt bad because I felt like I, I became non-invisible, if that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah. So, I guess, I guess what I'm trying to say is you have to be very mindful of your spacing And, but if fans are jumping, you try and figure out and get that shot. You got, like you said, you get one shot. And if you're going for the jump shot, then you got to know when it's going to be. You have, you have to. And then, cause you, I give myself about 10 seconds in front and then I got to move on to the next person. So that's why you said you have to like the band and kind of know them already. You already saw them played live. Right. Or you probably watch videos and research, so you're not like they are not totally unknown to you. So you know they're right. 
Oh. Right. Right. Well, yeah, hopefully I'm not unknown to them, but, uh, you know, I, I like them to, to, to feel comfortable with me too, because mm-hmm. let's be real as a photographer. If you're the type that can be on stage, if a cord unplugs, cause there's a lot of cords. Oh. So, yeah. So you got, and I've never, I, I will I'm, knock on wood. <laughs> I hope I never unplug a cord, but I, I tend to pay attention to where that is, but if something unplugs, you know, Oh shit, I saw that unplugged you should be able to plug it back in for them so they can move on and do what they got to do. Or if you got to grab a flashlight for them and give them a flashlight so they can see. (laughs) So you have to have your tools with you, like... (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly, which is typically my phone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, And do you feel sometimes that some musicians are annoyed, even if you respect, like, even if you stay for three songs, like you said, and you res- you respect their, their like, privacy or whatever, do you feel that some musicians are like, oh, get out, and they just don't want to have shots of them? Do you not? Yeah. Don't say uh, necessarily, but do you feel something yeah. kind of awkward or like, uh, Um, I'm going to say for me, no. I've, I've never personally experienced that. But I think I also have a different approach to how I do things because since I'm allowed to be backstage and I get the access I'm, I, I'm afforded, um, it's kind of one of those things where I'm in and I'm out. I'm trying to be inconspicuous. I'm not trying to be in their face. Um, if they're having a conversation, if it's candid or something like that, I'm far away to where I can get a pretty good shot. I mean, I don't need to be like right here like that on them. Um, or like this, you know, so, (laughs) so I try and, um, I've never experienced that. Honestly, everybody literally that I have worked with has been just super accommodating and just, I couldn't ask for anything more, honestly. And is there sometimes some people, uh, looking at your pictures and say, no, don't post this, please. Um, no, um. No, no, I've never, no, I've never had a problem with that because remember my goal is to, is, is to make sure I put out what I feel, which is to me, punk rock is happy. Punk rock is my happy place. And I want people to feel good about what I put out. I want, I'm trying to make them feel some type of way, which is bright and colorful and having a good time. Oh, wow. So you're really part of the punk rock family and it makes you have like a, ver- a real chemistry like we were talking at the beginning of the yeah that's amazing wow yeah i like to think it does but i also like to think that that's why uh josh and cameron and and fat mike gave me the opportunities to work the the punk in the parks and the punk and drublicks because those were big deals i mean they really were And I didn't, I mean, I knew they were a big deal, but in my brain, it's, oh, I get to go shoot all these bands. And, but to their credit, they didn't, like, you would think, like, they go, okay, we want this, we want that, make sure you get that. The only thing they said to me was, Jerry, go do your thing. That's all they said to me was, go do my thing. So, so, so that right there shows trust, I guess. So, yeah. And yeah, then you just kind of go for it. Now, I will say you you talked about prepping uh, to shoot like one band. Okay, so one band that I wanted to shoot that it took me forever was the Bomb Pops. Okay, so yeah, so I really wanted to shoot the Bomb Pops. 
And because Jen, Jen is awesome. She she's a good sport. And uh, Josh is probably their drummer is probably. Yeah, he's probably my second favorite next to Smelly and oh. and, and Scott and Byron. Yeah, so he's in my top five, we'll say. Was it um, with Paulie or Remington? They... It was with the, it was with Remington. So that was my first experience with with me with meeting Remy too. And I kind of built my relationship with her, and I'll keep my private conversation I had with her private because sure. I broke the ice, and we're buds. Nice. <laughs> yeah. But I really wanted to shoot Jen, and I finally got the opportunity, and I was super nervous because I know she, she, she cares about what you know what her what her pictures look like, and and she and everybody should, and I and I know that where some bands are like yeah throw out whatever, versus okay it's like I know I need to take my time and get get this right, get the skin right, get the get the eye coloring right, and different things like that, and I took my time and I finally sent them to her and she loved them so oh. yeah because i thought she was gonna hate them <laughs> wow that, yeah that's that's a good reward when you know that you yeah. love your picture and they post it or whatever they use it for yeah absolutely or something oh wow Ab absolutely i mean i mean it, it, it helps for sure so uh yeah so i would say that would be the one time where i wanted to make sure i had my one shot and that one shot for me was the bomb pops and gin and, and it probably took me you know like i always say i'm in somebody's face for about 10 seconds i was pretty much in her grill like i was like i'm sorry i i, I gotta get this right so <laughs> but she was a good sport and 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 now we chat every now and again and She, um, you know, she, she, I think she works for Liquid Death, the, yeah. the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. water thing. Yeah, so she kind of, I'm sorry, what was that? I said, uh, I, th I said, I think she's doing marketing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so she, so she turned me on to drinking Liquid Death water. So thanks, Jen. Thank, wow. Thanks a bunch. <laughs> her too. You're giving me a lot of interviews idea right now. <laughs> no, yeah, well, there you go. Good, good. Well, I'm a, I'm a wealth of knowledge because I, I spent the road, on, I spent last year on the road with COVID, you know, and, and I think what the fans may not see is the artists that are out there, you know, performing the music that we all love and that we all enjoy. I mean, they're putting their health on the line too, you know, so by being out there. Just the bump ups, they, they had to cancel their old tour just after the album was released. That and that yeah. So uh, everyone got affected by COVID a lot. So I mean, they really did. I mean, even with no effects, when they had to, when Fat Mike got COVID, you know. So he, yeah. I mean, you got COVID and we got rescheduled. <laughs> <laughs> I had to reschedule because I had to reschedule my virtual Christmas party with my mom and sister. <laughs> Yeah. Speaking of which, and, and how and how was your virtual Christmas? I, I, I mean, your fans are dying to know. That was amazing because we delivered gifts to. We live all close. Like my mom and my sister live uh, five minutes by walk from each other, and I'm like ten minutes by car. So I just oh, okay. deliver gifts, and then we all uh, get back home, and then we made a Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> eating <laughs> so nice <laughs> yesterday, so i forgot 
I yeah, that's weird because here we are back on a very uh, strict quarantine. Okay. I hope so did you guys like shut back down again? Yes, all the shows are canceled. Uh, everything is like very very bad. But at the same times, I mean, if it can save people, because I got COVID, a mild version of it, but still like hard, like. Like I didn't have to go to the hospital, but I was very sick for two weeks and I still have like a big cough. So. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Well, yeah. well, I'm glad to see that you're on the mend for sure. So. Oh yeah. Punk rock helped me like just to, okay, get some energy and keep doing your things. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't want to complain too much because I got lucky. I I'm fine now. So yeah. So what are your, your next project? Because in the U S uh, the the rules are not as strict as here. So you 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 said you're gonna have some shows soon. So it's not yeah. So what uh, so right now, um, so so my next project right now. So actually tonight, I'm actually going uh, to Tacoma to go shoot uh, a gentleman by the name of Chesky. So Chesky, um, if you have not had an opportunity to listen to him, you need to. He's fantastic. But he's he's the main support band for Get Dead's upcoming tour. Ah, cool. Um, so, but really, uh, uh, what? This January seventh, uh, I I hit the road with Get Dead till the sixteenth. Yeah. yeah. So I'm back on the road and back on the grind, and you know we end up in L.A. and I'm yeah. sure from there, then it typically you like you stop for a second, then before you know it, then you go <laughs> that way, and you just kind of you kind of just go. Oh, uh, wow. So, yeah, cool. Back on the road. Yeah, back on the road. And I'm really looking forward to it because I've had I've had a lot of time off since uh, December, uh, since what, December 4th, I think it was. So, yeah. So because that was the last. So the last show I shot was was no effect. So I went from so I shot Lagwagon in Seattle, oh. which was awesome, by the way. And, uh, and then I went and shot, uh, we went to Vegas when get dead opened for freaking Pennywise, you know, and Pennywise is just awesome. <laughs> and then I went from that show to, to my last one, which was no effects. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So it was just like this wild, this wild ride. And so I've been off since December, since December 5th. December fourth was my last show last year, so I'm 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 looking forward to 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 kind of getting back out there again. That's enough time off. It is plenty <laughs> of time off, Pl plenty of time off. Good. But it gave me a chance to kind of make some decisions on how do I want to improve, though. What what do I want to do a little differently? Oh, good. Yeah, and I don't know what that is. Oh, oh. <laughs> but I think I'm gonna find out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your future pictures, and I, I will definitely check your work and think about everything you told me about. Are you prep? Are you, are you? Yeah. Your work. So I was like, okay. So when he was taking this shot, he was like, it took ten seconds. What was he looking for? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. It stayed for ten. I mean, and, and I try and give like little. I try and put some little nuggets in my pictures too. Like I, 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 I like I don't crop my pictures too much like most people do i i shoot and i share what i see i'm talking right now <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i love this one. Oh my god <laughs> like 
Oh, oh yes, <laughs> yes, of Sam, where he's flipping. Yeah, yeah he's, he's giving me the bird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh wow, this one is great. The dwarves. Uh, yep, I did the dwarves. Yep. See, the dwarves played with. Uh, they opened for Get Dead at their uh, Dances with the Curse record release show oh. in San Francisco. Yeah, oh, I see Smelly a lot. Nice. Yeah, that's my that's that's my guy. Now with Smelly, so when I shoot No Effects, okay, that's Fat Records. Everybody knows it's mm -hmm. you know No Effects is Fat Records, and th that's that that's the the ultimate goal for everybody. But when I'm shooting No Effects. Uh, I wear pickle sticks. So th th that is the gear I wear because Smelly owns, he owns a surfboard company. So I, I got to rep my man. <laughs> wow. Oh, good. Thank you so much, Jerry. It was amazing. Yeah. I really like to talk to people that are not necessarily in bands, but are so passionate about their work. And you're totally one of those amazing people to talk to. Oh, well, thank you. I, I, I appreciate that. And thank you so much for the opportunity to kind of come and share a little bit of my crazy journey. Uh, I will put all the links to your social medias uh, in the show notes for the episode so everyone can look at your work and enjoy it. And they're, they're going to feel like they were at the show for sure. Awesome. Awesome. I really appreciate that so much. And, and thank you for always sharing music of all, all the great bands we all love and listen to. And, uh, you know, you're a big part of that as well, too, because you keep it in people's ears. And that's oh. and that's awesome and good for you for that. Thank you. We are a big family. We all we all have important uh, tasks, not tasks, but role. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. We, we all play a small role in the community. Yes. And it's important. Thank you so much. We keep in touch. I would love. Yes, ma'am. That sounds good. And thank you again. I really appreciate it. Tell me how, how the tour is going and we'll keep touch. Sounds good. Thank you so much. And you get healthy. Yeah. Oh, cool. Thank you. Have a bye. good night. Bye. Bye-bye. Repugmentation. The second repugmentation I have for you is the band Passage 4 from Sweden. They were active from 1991 to 1997 and they're back together since uh, 2019. They remind me of Atlas Losing Grip. I feel like the singer has a similar voice to Rodrigo Alfaro from Satanic Surfers and Atlas Losing Grip and Enemy Alliance. It's a very, very melodic band uh, with a lot of emotions in the vocal. I just love this band so much. They recently released a new single called On My Demise, and it's so good. I'm really excited to hear the new upcoming album that will be released on People of Punk Rock Records later this year.
for Punk Rock News with Emily Plamondon. Okay, Punk Rockers, here are some news I found for you on different websites like Punk News, SkatePunkers.net, All Press, and on different uh, newsletters and Ben's website. And the first news is a very bad news. You probably saw this um, everywhere on social medias, on internet. But the mighty, mighty bus stones broke up. No, I'm kind of surprised because they released such a great album recently. But some people could say that it might also be the best timing to end a band after releasing such a great album. So the band wrote a beautiful statement and they thanked the fans. That was a very beautiful um, goodbye. The Italian band Seven Years released a new song called Follow the Genius. It's a great skate punk band. Check the lyrics video too. Also, I read recently that the Canadian band The Antiqueens has a new drummer. Her name is Zoe McMillan, and so and I learned the same day that the 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 ex drummer Samantha Landa was leaving, and I read the same day that she was replaced already. I really love this band, and I can't believe I've never seen them play live so far. It's ridiculous because. They are from Ontario and I'm in Quebec. It's not that far away, but every time they're in town, I can't go see them. And <laughs> it's ridiculous, but someday I have some hopes <laughs> that I will finally see them live. On the first episodes, like maybe within the 10 first episodes of the Punk Rocket Show, I repunkmend you this great band named Teresa Banks. And we can stream their new split with the band Cause a Riot on Bandcamp. It's really good. It's going to be also available on 20 Chords Records. Sulin, the guitarist of Propagandi, has a new band now. And it's called Vengeful Spirits. They're supposed to release their first song soon. And oh my god, I'm so excited. They said it's going to be an... <laughs> experimental jazz punk hardcore band something like that <laughs> from what i remember reading <laughs> i'm very curious and sulin is incredible they give also propaganda guitar master classes it seems great if i was good at guitar i would totally <laughs> subscribe to their master class yeah wow what a great artist If you listen to the episode about the Swedish scene, Ari Punk meant you the band Wrong Band from Sweden, of course. And they just released a music video for their song Road Trip. It's really fun to watch. I love those people. Okay, 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 okay. Vinyl lovers, this news is for you. So the band The Circle Jerks are reissuing their second album, Wild in the Streets. Such a classic, right? <laughs> So the new version is remastered from the original tapes and you'll also have a booklet. I love this word, booklet. Booklet. <laughs> With the album History and three bonus live tracks and it's going to be available on February 18th. It's great. You absolutely need to check the new video for the band Abrascadabra from Brazil. So they released a video for the song You Shine Girl. And it's so good, so uplifting. And I think we all need this these days. 
What else do I have for you today? Mm. Oh yeah, last week I was talking to you about a show I wanted to see in Denver with Jawbreaker, Descendants, Face to Face, etc. So Jawbreaker announced more days for their uh, Dear You tour because they're going to play this album in his uh, entirely. And they, um, so they're going to go to Sacramento, Minneapolis, Detroit, Philadelphia, Boston, Silver Spring, Atlanta, and Nashville. So I thought it was a fun news for my friends in the U.S. Maybe some of you are interested or maybe some of you would like to travel. I just don't know what are going to be the first part, the openings. I'm not sure if Descendants and Face to Face are going to play on all dates. So you might want to check just to be sure. But I think it's a fun news. And same thing if you live in Europe or if you want to travel in the UK, you might be happy to know that Tony Ox will do a speaking tour. I would love to see that. I, I hope I could just maybe buy a live stream of one of, of his uh, presentations. I want to know more about him. I don't know much about this guy. Voila! That's what I had for you today, my friends. Thank you so much to Scott Alquist for his edit and co-production work. Thank you to Epic Merch Tour for sponsoring the show. If you want to support the show and my work, you can subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. You can share it to your punk rock friends. You can also subscribe to my Patreon page if you want to have access to exclusive contents. You can also make a one-time donation on PayPal or buy me a copy. And you can give me some feedback, some suggestions. I really love to talk with you about the podcast and about punk rock music. Next week, my guest will be Wes Hoffman. He's a very great musician from St. Louis. So we're going to talk about the scene there and about his new album, about his music taste. I had a great conversation. He's a good friend of mine. And until then, punk your life. See you next week. <laughs>